0: Listeners, welcome to my podcast The Thing About Kids where we talk about children's education and how to help kids grow up happy. My name is Lauren Hacker and I am currently a student candidate at Southeast Missouri State University. Today I brought a guest speaker with me straight out of the Perryville Primary Center. May I present to you Miss Lisa Hacker, a children's librarian. How are you doing today Miss Hacker? Oh I'm doing good thank you for asking. For today's podcast, we are going to focus on a topic called digital wellness.
1: Ms. Hacker, can you tell us what this is? Sure. According to novel co-working, digital wellness refers to the state of one's physical and mental health, as well as it's aimed at taking measures toward the healthy use of technology. So, what this question is, are you being healthy with technology? Awesome definition
0: according to virtual library digital wellness falls directly into the category of digital citizenship which is the way that we should act whenever we are using digital tools interacting with others online and what we should be teaching the next generation about technology today we're going to focus on a few topics pertaining to digital wellness we will begin by talking about the ages that this issue can impact what you can do as a parent or teacher to encourage your child to use technology in a healthy way. Lastly, we will talk about some ways for you as a parent to establish some safe technology boundaries for your child. So, Ms. Hacker, what age do
1: you think that the issue of digital wellness impacts? Well, that's an excellent question, Lauren. Hey, do you wanna hear a secret? It can impact a person at any age. Just think in your head for a moment. Just think. Do you know someone who's addicted to technology and maybe not in such a healthy way? Maybe you pictured your teenage daughter who loves to text her friends and loves technology. But were you thinking about your son who maybe spends hours playing games on his Xbox? Or maybe you're thinking about yourself who spends maybe just a little too much time on Facebook? Or what about a husband and his candy crush ad- addiction on his iPad? And even some young children, especially ones that I work with at school, the age bracket, they can even find themselves glued to iPad screens. Wow, those are some interesting points. I guess we can all fall victim to not
0: using technology in the most healthy way. You work at a children's library, so you see many situations where children may not be using technology in a productive way.
1: Actually, yes, I do. I see this sort of thing quite a lot. For example, at my school, we have something called Accelerated Reading, and our children take Accelerated Reading tests. After students successfully complete these tests, after they read their book, um, it grows a flower on their login screen. While the growing flower represents a child's comprehension and reading ability, as well as their test-taking ability, some students really like it for the wrong reasons, Lauren. I see a few students who are just a little too worried about the growing flower that they sometimes tend to just take the test without even reading the book. Now that isn't a healthy way for them to use the technology. Now I'm not saying that technology is bad or that the accelerated reading program or tests are bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that it is only good if it's used in the right way. Well put, Ms. Hacker. This actually leads us to our next
0: topic. What can we do to teach our children or students to use technology in a healthy way? Healthychildren.org provides many helpful suggestions whenever it comes to promoting digital wellness. This website suggests for parents and teachers to treat the media as anything else in a child's life. That means that you should talk to your children about what they're doing and set appropriate limits for them another suggestion which applies to you is to be a role model for your children remember that they see and think about everything that you do it's hard for a child to understand why they need to get off the computer when you're holding your phone in your hand true another interesting idea that healthychildren.org suggests is limiting time for anyone under the age of two as for children at the preschool age it is best if you use a site like Common Sense Media to find quality program that your child can actually learn from. Also, if at all possible, you should try to watch it with your child. So if your child watches a short video about courty dogs and then you see one playing in the park, it provides you with an opportunity to talk to your child and relate to what mm. they're seeing and it builds into their real life. So true. Miss Hacker, do you have anything
1: else to add? Well, sure. Not only am I a teacher and a librarian, but I also am a parent. So this gives me a better viewpoint. Um, I think that it's important for people to realize that children and teenagers will use technology. So it's important to not withhold it from them. But however, as you mentioned, it's also important to set appropriate boundaries and limits. I believe that it's best for a parent or a teacher to sit down with the child or the children and to talk to them and talk about how they should use the media and how to be healthy um, with its use. Exactly. Now that puts us at our last topic of discussion, which is about
0: how to establish technology boundaries with your child. Policy Genius sets out some great ideas for parents and teachers to try. One of these ideas is to set a technology curfew. You can do this by setting up a charging station, so you can put this in like a neutral location, maybe if you have like a counter somewhere that's not really being used, or like a drawer or something, and you can ensure that all the devices end up in there by a certain time, so let's say 8 p.m. So that way, you know, it gives the children time to wind down and just be off their technology. Another trick that can be used is monitoring usage time. So you can bring light to the idea that there is an issue. And you can make your child aware that this is actually becoming a problem. A third trick that is best fit for like a tween or a younger teenager is by limiting the social media platforms that they can be on. You can just tell them to pick one or two instead of allowing them to have everything. So this way you're not limiting them, but you're still giving them the freedom. Okay. And the last trick which this would be best for a classroom, but it's setting up a contract. Hmm. So I feel like in today's classroom, we're so big about setting our expectations and having children tell about what they feel should be expected from them. Well, why not do something like this, but for technology? So I don't know if your classroom has iPads or Chromebooks or anything, but you can sit down with your class and you can talk about what the appropriate use is and what you guys should be doing. And even as a parent, if you sit down and talk with your child, this is a great opportunity for you to tell them that you care about them
1: and you care about their safety. And that's why you're so
0: concerned. Hmm.
1: That's right, Lauren. Talking is everything. We've got to talk to our kids. Those are some really great ideas, Lauren, and, and thank you for sharing them with me.
0: Thank you for joining us today, Ms. Hacker, to talk about digital wellness. So just to wrap it up, digital wellness has to do with using technology in a healthy way. Without even realizing it, people can become so entangled in technology that they forget how to use it in a positive way. It is especially important for us to teach the children in our life that they can benefit from the use of technology. Also, as adults, it is our job to set appropriate and helpful limits to encourage digital wellness in our children's lives. Thank you, everyone, for listening to my podcast, The Thing About Kids, where we talk about, well, everything about kids. My name is Lauren Hacker. Thank you everyone for tuning in with us today.